Everybody, welcome to another installment of Show to V with Mike G, the show of life, the show of tequila, the show of drumming, starting a company, and finally being appreciated and recognized as a master distiller of tequila. Today is a great interview. I called this the story of Tromba Tequila. I had both Rodrigo and Marco Serrano, the creators of Tromba Tequila, come into Austin recently, and we sat down, sipped, talked about life, and man, what a life. Marco has had. He's been in this industry a very long time, thinks about tequila production in a different way, and it's really a refreshing way to look at this. So for those of you who haven't had Thromba just yet, it's worth a shot, pun intended. So without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this great chat with Marco and Rodrigo Serrano of Thromba Tequila. So you guys have, most of the time, when people from agave industry come into Texas, they're here for a day. <laughs> they're here for maybe two days. But you guys have had a really nice stay so far. So how are, Marco, how are you enjoying Austin so far? Well, very well. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a lot of warm. Yeah. <laughs> But the people was uh, very nice. It's uh, they are amazing by the the way they they receive the story and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, muchos amigos aquí. Muchos ¿sí? amigos. Ah. Mm-hmm. So it it's a very open place. Rodrigo, do you feel the same way about? And this could be anywhere in Texas. We're very hospitable, but it, it's been pretty open and warm and friendly for you. Yeah, very very friendly. I mean, it it doesn't feel like you're abroad. Yeah, you know, like we enjoy the same things. Probably it's an industry thing. Sure, probably not. But we have a wonderful host, which is Jessica, and I think she's like uh, surrounded by a lot of friends. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just like just normal, you know, like no strangers at no all. No strangers, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you guys were just at Midnight Cowboy doing a was it a soft launch, a cocktail party? Well, it was a training. Training. Um, okay. And we also had la how do you call it? Uh, Texas food. Ah, yeah. Barbecue. Texas yeah, barbecue. Yeah. How was it? Did you, did you like that? Yeah. Very good. That's very good, right? Where did, where did you guys get barbecue from? Cooper's. Cooper's. Ah, I love the brisket. It's, it, so, good. it's, it's so much salt. And maybe that's why I won't live very long. But I don't care. <laughs> it tastes really, really good. You'll die happy. That's right. <laughs> some agave and some salty brisket. That's yeah. not so bad, yeah, yeah. right? It could be worse. So when I was reading up on this vast history of one, the brand Thromba, but two, as you individuals, Marco, you grew up in Sonora? Yeah. What was that experience like? Is it very, very metropolitan? Is it very, very more urbane, like kind of out in the country? Was a small city when I lived there. But uh, now, now it's not not small. <laughs> it is growth. 
But uh, most of my uh, time was in Guadalajara. Ah. From 11 years old, I was in Guadalajara. The interest in engineering, does that come from your father or your mother? Or was it something unique? Not really. Uh, my father was a technical uh, mind. Yeah. But uh, the chemical... Uh, for me, was very very interesting mm. from the when I was young, uh, how the uh, things was doing, how yeah. the process passed on the nature or everything there. Always thinking, always thinking. Yeah. Were you good at math? Not much. No, <laughs> no, not much really. <laughs> but uh, I am interested in everything that means uh, logical thinking. Yeah. And I think it's uh, the basement of the math. That's right. The, the process. The process. One, yeah. two, three. Yeah, right. right. So the move to Guadalajara, the fam, the whole family moved. Yeah, the the whole family because my bigger brother wants to study architecture. Oh, okay. And in Hermosillo, at that time, wasn't wasn't that in the university? Yeah. And then we moved to Guadalajara, all the family. Did you feel any pressure to go to university to study more? Oh, no. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. I, you know, I maybe. wonder. <laughs> because especially when you have a son in the industry, I've met uh-huh. many people who own companies and their sons are the next one yeah. to come, you know, but sometimes they feel like they have uh, to do that. All the time I want to have a engineer son. Yeah. But no one wants. <laughs> they they tell me then uh, they don't crazy. <laughs> and well, finally, he is now in in the industry and he's good. He's, he's not an engineer, but he's good. It's funny <laughs> because he, you know, Rodrigo is a drummer, and so yeah. drums is kind of like a process. Yeah, but he they, found potentially his way to integrate that one. Two, three, four. In this case, or yeah. one, two, yeah. three. The time, the, the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's, it's good. I think because uh, the drummers helps. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, helps to to be a better thinking, uh, logical way. Yeah, no? It really does. I think so. Did you ever think that you would, or rather, what did you think you would use the engineering for? Was it chemical engineering? Was it electrical engineering? Uh, well, when I start, uh, the chemical engineering was the first mm. in my uh, in my way to to do the thing. Yeah. So chemical is a lovely process for yeah. for me, but the second one can be mechanical. Mm. Yeah, because I like it, uh, the the machines too, and how to know how the function is or how to uh, design it or something like that. Yeah. But, that's interesting too. It is. Yeah. And both of these things you use a lot in tequila production. Yeah. But did you ever think that those, the first job you had out of college, that wasn't in tequila, was it? Oh, yeah. My it first, was? yeah. My, my really? first, my first uh, job was in, in tequila. Uh, tequila Tres Magallas was when I started. Really? Yeah. How old were you when you started there? When? Uh, t- how old? 
¿Cuántos años tenías tú cuando empezaste? Oh, ah, well, sí. I was uh, 23. 23, okay. Yeah. Wow. Just when I finished the university. Mm. And then I worked there for uh, near to two years. Yeah. And I left the company. And I go into another another kind of uh, industries because I was very inquieto. Eager. Ambitious. Eager. Eager. Ah, yeah. oh, okay. Eager. Uh, And wants to know more about the technology, about the machines, about the process. And then I was in many, many industries and chemical and chemical and food and mines. Yeah. And uh, minas, see? Mining. Yeah. Mi mining, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I started with uh, a new job for me, uh, for myself, but uh, I broken. And then. Yeah. Start again, uh, and 10 years after the I left the Tres Magallanes company in Tequila, I returned to to the to the ne to the same to Tres Magallanes. So I read <clears throat> many tequileros, master distillers, businessmen in general have mm -hmm. pretty bios <laughs> on the internet biographies, right? Yeah, and it says that in 1985 you returned or came to Don Julio mm -hmm. as master distiller is that how does the history check out correct uh was in 1983 83 okay yeah okay. when i started exactly august 1983 wow so almost yeah. 26th anniversary of you know, 36th anniversary Probably, yeah. getting very very yeah. close yeah yeah and then uh i start again and in, in western magazine at that time yeah And a few years after that, uh, we produced the 100% agave. The uh, name of the company was Don Julio, mm. was changed to Don Julio. Oh, so Tres Magues turned into Don Julio? Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Tres Magues was the initial company that yeah. made the, was, uh, what's this? Founded by oh. Don Julio. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Don Julio Gonzalez. He, he found the Tres Magallanes, and after, when we made the tequila, was uh, changed to Don Julio Company. And it was one of the first, if not the first, 100% agave tequila? Yeah. Yeah, when I, I go into Tres Magallanes in 1974 and in 1983, Don makes uh, 100% agave. I think the Herradura was the only 100% agave back then. Really? <clears throat> uh, yeah, in the, uh, in the industry, uh, Herradura was the most important 100% agave. Yeah. Maybe uh, another ones, but I, I don't remember who. Did you have any experience? When was the first time you had an experience with tequila? Was it when you were young? Was it as an adult? I really don't like me tequila when I was... Uh, young yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I go to Tres Magalles in after the uh, university don't like me the tequila yeah yeah what were you drinking brandy rum brandy ah, at that yeah. time was brandy yeah yeah but that's uh, I never was a uh, drinker mm. but a thinker but yeah, yeah more more <laughs> more thinker <laughs> than thinker and then uh, well it was uh I don't know that that's saying I don't like it the tequila that's and yeah I, I was in this world because uh, maybe I don't know 
I don't the know. process is fun, right? Yeah. <clears throat> the pro- yeah. yeah. So even when you came back as master distiller, you still didn't really have a taste for tequila. You just it was more about I like this process. I like following these steps. Yeah, I think uh, to be a master distiller like uh, now I am. Yeah, I suppose I am. <laughs> Do you feel it's important? A, you feel yeah. big. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's a process like uh, all in the life. Uh, yeah, uh, was to be thinker in the, in the first time to once or to know what you want. Yeah, yeah. And then at that time when I returned in nineteen eighty three to Tres Magalles, uh, I want to to make uh, something better than was doing at that time. No? Always thinking. Uh, yeah. Only Did- only thinking. Don't I really? I don't. I don't know what what to do. Yeah. But uh I think in, we must to change some. That's, That's very, very smart. Yeah. Innovate. Yeah. Push forward, right? Right. Right. How was the state right now we have very good tequila, a lot of very good tequilas available. Mm-hmm. But in the eighties, especially eighty three or onto the end of the eighties, how was tequila then? Oh overall was good? No, no. Most of them are was an uh, a strong, strong uh, tequilas mm-hmm. in, in the alcoholic uh, weight. Yeah, and in the flavor and taste was uh, not uh, not invite you ah. to drink more. Push push you away. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, when made the the tequila. At that time, uh, the hundred percent. The thing, the very, very important thing that was different than the other ones was uh, the softener. Ah, was very soft in alcoholic way and in aromas and taste. Then the woman, the woman in Mexico, mm-hmm. start to drink it. I Be- see. Because yeah. before that, uh, all the all the tequilas said, "Wow." It's terrible. I don't like it. Tequila, yeah. It's very strong. I, I can be drunk, everything. And with the other one, when I made it, uh, this tequila, the woman in Mexico start to drink and said, wow, that's, that's very suavecito. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then they feel better. It's a different time now. How do you feel about how we drink tequila now? Is it nice to have all of this great tequila? Around you, yeah. Uh, now I te- I am drinker of tequila. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, normally I don't drink another another thing. Yeah. Maybe beer. Maybe uh, on the with the meals I like uh, the wine, mm-hmm. red wine normally. But uh, in meetings of our or partners of uh, no uh, fiestas, yeah, yeah, I drink uh, uh, tequila. Normally, and today, fortunately, are uh, many, many tequilas of good and good quality. Yeah, in, the, in the market, it's not like in the eighties. Right. Today are many tequilas with soft, with soft uh, flavors yeah, and everything. Yeah. That Do you think better. is and this is you know because you guys are both <coughs> business people too. Mm-hmm. More good tequila, that's good or is that too confusing for the consumer 
I think it's a lot of confusion because all the tequilas in the market are the better tequila, are the yeah. best tequila. All the tequilas right, say, the best. I am the best, I am the best, I am the best. But yeah. the people don't know how is the best mm. or why is the best. And the confusion maybe is in the promotion or yeah. advertising. I don't know. It's, uh, but it's, it's a lot of work to have or to put into into the mind of the personal of the persons mm-hmm. the personal person or personal in the distillery and the on the people on the market is very difficult to put the idea of why you are the best yeah or why you are a good tequila at least because there's so you're right there's so so many <clears throat> yeah so this story starts rodrigo with you know the blood is in the business mm-hmm. and your father spent so many years and then Tromba is around. We talk about your past, but that was roughly 2012, I think, something like that. Is that about right? Yeah, about okay. that. Well, so you grew up in Guadalajara? I grew up in, well, I was born in Guadalajara and then we moved to the town of Atotonilco El Alto, okay. which is where the factory was. Ah, okay. And then I returned to Guadalajara. Uh, to go to school or, yeah? Yeah, I returned when I went to, um, I think it's high school in English. Yeah. I'm not too sure. But I, le- I, I was living in this town for about 12 years, I think. I see. 12 to, yeah, around there. Does your, you know, my dad has, he's, he's kind of an entrepreneur and a business guy, so I got some of that stuff from him, you know. But you're, you know, the Tommy Lee type, you're probably a little wild. How, what kinds of things were you interested in and doing in your high school days? Well, um, I always been a big fan of... Um, um, this guy, which now I forgot, which is stupid because I just say I'm a big <laughs> fan. M- music guy? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, he's an uh, Italian inventor. Uh, oh. What is the name of it? The, uh, da Vinci? Da Vinci. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, and the reason I am a big fan is because he did so many things. Mm-hmm. And when I was uh, a kid, my dad and my mom put me into like several activities like music and exercise and martial arts mm-hmm. like i was very very fortunate kid but i never finished any of those <laughs> and i kept searching into more of things your dad's like man you know how much money i spent on this stuff <laughs> and they were like if you start something just finish it yeah and yeah. in my brain was like no because i want to try different things sure and so i went into a tv show back in that town i was in the red cross growing up are you an actor no, no, no. It was, like, it, was, it, was, it was like a talk show, you know, okay. like, like kids. Okay. And then I studied theater and so many things because I wanted to, you know. Get, breathe it all in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. When I was done with basically all the activities you could do in the town, yeah, I realized that there was a difference uh, about what my dad was doing. Like I saw this difference about the, the guy being the employee uh-huh. and the owners, which I didn't like. Uh, because it's not equal circumstances, you right. know, like different cars, different clothing. Uh, and I remember I, I, I told to my dad, like, I want to own a factory. Mm-hmm. Who knows what For that what? meant, yeah, but yeah. I saw that there was a big difference. And But I couldn't do that in a town, no offense. Nice. And, <laughs> and then we moved to the city, well, I moved back to the city um, to start studying there in Tec de Monterrey, and then afterwards my university. And then I decided to become an entrepreneur. Mm. Um, so I studied, you know, how to export, 
how to do international marketing while I was, you know, like going Berlin. Yeah, a special in uh, Asian regions too, right? Was that part of the from what it looks like? Yeah. Yeah, and um, and then I decided to why not? I'll I'll start advising people, even though I didn't have experience. Uh-huh. But I think that's the first step. Like you have to challenge yourself. Of course, yeah. Fortunately for me, it came all right. Mm-hmm. Some of them not that right, <laughs> and. And I start discovering new new things, you know, like, yeah. but it, it's all about not being mm, sitting down. I know exactly what you mean. Do do you find yourself someone who travels a lot? Lately, thanks to Trumbo, we are traveling more, uh, which is some of the things that I like about this company. Yeah, because I figured that's part of it, right? You get this idea and it's like, well, but I need to go to Asia and then I need to go to the States. I need yeah. to go to Europe because uh, knowledge, you know? Actually, my first trip which i could afford myself in terms of business was mm-hmm. in 2008 and i went to russia oh wow and i was so nervous and <laughs> when we were landing after we went through the clouds uh-huh. and then i see, it was in february oh geez <laughs> and then i see all white i'm like what is a mexican doing here <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know what to do <laughs> too cold too weird uh you know too weird <laughs> i got there and then there's a, a very nice russian girl who uh is a friend of a friend uh-huh. and um, i i was this stupid i was like how's the weather outside and she's like <laughs> not too cold and i'm like okay i'm not gonna bring my coat you know oh geez and i went outside to minus 25 celsius oh my gosh i was almost dying and i'm like oh, she's russian of course it's not that cold <laughs> no i was freezing in the car and and that's when i realized that traveling is about cultures and yeah. like okay I, i've traveled before but sure. this was like my first business big trip that i actually could afford yeah for a brand that we had in common as well and it's like yeah i we need to do this somehow it's and so do you find one of the things that i like about and maybe this differs because i find that engineers are very structured mm-hmm. which is good because someone's got to get from point a to point c but do you find that as an entrepreneur that you, yes, you have that process mind, but you're also really creative, thinking of new things, thinking of new brands, new ideas? Um, yeah. Um, I always hated math. <laughs> I actually failed. It's genetic. Uh, yeah. I, I failed it like six times or something. He, does he know you failed it six times? Yeah, of course. Okay, good. <laughs> and, um, and I hated it, yeah. you know, and I, I didn't like it. Because for me, it was like, you know, like if something didn't work in math, then there's a new rule. Right. And I'm like, oh, come on, you're justifying a mistake. <laughs> and nobody, and now somebody be- made it a law of something, you know? That's right, yeah. And it's like music. I, I, I try piano, I try guitar, I try the, the organ, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, it didn't give me that freedom. Yeah. So when I discover uh, percussions and drums, I'm like, okay, now I can express everything. Really? So I couldn't express a lot with something really square like an engineer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end, I'm I'm there. Yeah. You know, like I ended up doing basically the same. I specialize <laughs> in these things called uh, well, yellow, good. green, and black belt, which is very for six, engineers. Six Sigma, right? Six Sigma yeah. and linear yeah, I got brown belt. I can't remember. I got one of them. It's, green, it's yellow, green, and black. Oh, it's yellow. Yellow is the yellow. starting one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to do black. It takes too long. It's I did so it, and I was the only dude that uh, surrounded by you know like big engineers, uh-huh. and they were always bullying me. Yeah, like, did you get along with those guys? They think differently. I think totally different. Yeah, totally it's hard different. sometimes. I have a conversation with them. Yeah, and even even the teacher. I remember 
he asked something to the classroom. Nobody knew the answer. Then I raised my hand. I explained the, the answer and the mm. teacher is like, come on, dude. Even this guy knows the answer. And I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> it was surrounded by engineers, you know? Like, oh, oh, man. It's, it, do you feel like it's working with your father that it's a nice blend of structure and creativity? Mm. <laughs> that was not yeah, supposed drink. to be a loaded yeah. question either. Yeah. <laughs> um, come on, it's true. <laughs> I think we sounds romantic, but we complement each other. That's good. Yeah. Um, it was. I think it was tough in the beginning. Yeah. Because he's very stubborn. I'm too. So, at least I mean, at least you know where you get it from. Yeah. You know. Exactly. It'd be more frustrating to just <laughs> why am I so stubborn all the yeah. time? It's like now it's him. This guy right here. But it, it took time to for us to learn, and and then we agreed on, you know, like you have your strengths, I have mine. Yeah. We both learn, and and that's it. It's very good. Did you ever think working with the family is a, a great thing? But was that always on the roadmap for you? To you know, you're going to always circle back and you're going to work with the family, or was that something that kind of took you by surprise? Um, as a good son, I never wanted to end up where the dad was. That's what I kind of was getting at. Yeah, you know, I wanted the factory, but at the same time, I didn't want to be in the tequila business. Yeah, and then my dad kept telling me that I should be in sales. Mm. Oh, that'd be, that's a good idea. He's <laughs> because I'm not the engineer, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but I didn't like that too much. Yeah, uh, I did it. I learned a lot, and I really have this level of respect for people that it's in sales. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's why I started doing all their stuff. You know, like that's why I started. Uh, I studied business. I wanted to be an advisor for companies. You know, mm -hmm. this picture of the guy traveling in a suit. I just love it. Oh, you do like uh, that stuff. But then I I realized that it was. It was it was dumb not to use what somebody else built, you know, because he he's the tree, he's yeah, the roots. Absolutely, you can shape the tree or you can make it grow. Yeah, and and then I saw that nobody in the industry was doing anything. I mean, I didn't do it because of that, but I, I I've seen all the engineers, classmates of my dad, who mm -hmm. are the big master stealers. None of their sons or daughters follow the path. Yeah, and I'm like. We're wasting a great story and we're wasting a lot of knowledge and somebody's got to get it. Yeah. And I like business so we can, you know. It's a very, it's, it's a very shrewd way to, to think because it's saying I still am going to use my natural talents as someone who can be good socially, can travel, can sell, but I understand the heritage of which I come from. That's really, it's a humbling thing to do because lots of people. And it took time. Yeah, I'm sure. How long would you say? It took before you were really on board to well since i think about Ooh. 10 years oh wow i think more than, than 10 years yeah <laughs> you you started when, at 18 when with uh, the venezuela room oh yeah yeah 18 i'm 34 now so yeah it took time yeah it took time. but that's good because if you didn't maybe you would go head first into something that you really didn't want to do exactly so it makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. I, you know i think about the persona of your father and having he's bound to be recognized in guadalajara and in tequila did that also is that the case you know like so if jessica and i go into a bar in austin right we've been here long enough to where it's like oh hey 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 you know we're shaking mm -hmm. hands and kissing babies and all of that but for your father was it the same kind of respect and reverie that the community had for him did you see that when you were out no okay. actually um I'm not, I'm not sure if i'm supposed to say it but i'm oh. gonna say it uh my dad was always 
behind the scenes and 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 the companies that have hired him before even the big company yeah he like they erase him from the map wow uh because the master stealer is not important at all you know it's about the owner or the story the story uh so he was always on the back Mm. and that's one of the reasons i i decided to i'm gonna have my own stuff because Mm. i don't like to be in the back and he basically changed the industry of tequila by being stubborn nobody's recognizing his job you know so i was kind of mad at the same time so in the in back in back at home he's famous among engineers yeah he's famous among you know like behind the scenes but he's starting to get famous now because of this brand Mm -hmm. but there's not such recognition recognition marco do you enjoy the being recognized now as a distiller well finally yes I I never be in that uh, in that position, yeah. and then this is str- strange for me. Yeah, and but I enjoy in the last two three years uh, was great. Did you ever think that back when you were younger that that was something that was missing for you that you wanted the recognition? Did you even know that you wanted? I never think of that. Yeah, I never. I never. He's an engineer. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> sorry, engineers. <laughs> Thank you. That's the PR <laughs> part of the process, right? Like a different yeah, I think I, I was. The, that answers are pretty good. The, <laughs> yeah, the, I think like an engineer, uh, the only thing important is to make it something good. Yeah. Or something very good designed or something who makes a uh, change yeah. to some someone, something. Yeah. So what do you. Yeah process because we keep driving on this of course we'll talk about this serendipitous moment where you meet some canadians if i recall and then this brand is born but to talk about something because it's so engineering focused you know tequila <laughs> comes from a raw material the pina the pina only has so much potential to give you sugar and to give you alcohol so engineers which i i make no judgment about <laughs> Diffuser, you know, but process is process. I just think it's an mm-hmm. interesting way to create efficiencies. So the process of kind of engineering your way into better yields with less expensive products, is that something that had to happen? It was a necessity or was it because the process kept growing and kept evolving? Does that make sense? Uh, I think it does. Um We've never compromised the quality versus cost. Sure. Uh, with this specific brand, my dad set up a rule of no no widows in the kitchen. So my business partner. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, we, like we all have positions within the company. Whenever they are like, "Oh, come on!" in the yield, da, 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 we're like, "Not good enough." So I'm not gonna sacrifice anything. Yeah. Versus the flavor, because was that was something we were looking for. You know? mm-hmm. Like get some product out there that is good. So why would you screw it? You know, I, I because of cost. Sure, of course. And so we. I don't know if I'm answering the question, but well, I mean, I'd be a little more direct. Is just the general usage, even though it's done for engineering reasons and cost reasons, is diffuser tequila taste as good? Oh, okay. That now was that, the question. That's a little. Well, that was a little tangential, but yeah. <laughs> uh well, not uh, like you said. This and question of uh yield yeah and obviously with the diffuser you can have uh the the real 
flavor than the people think it's in the tequila no? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because the caramelization you have when you're cooking in any uh, uh, oven or autoclave mm -hmm. uh, you have it in the in the diffuser then this caramelization that substance that made the caramel and produce another substance on the fermentation and transform another substance during the distillation yeah you haven't in the in the diffuser then you don't have it you don't have it right right sorry or, or you have something else that you didn't want because you've added acid or whatever right it's called the Miller reaction yeah, the Miller reaction yeah right yeah you don't have that the Miller reaction is a the reaction happens when you cook the bread for example mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when you put it uh, brownie the bread mm -hmm. it's a reaction of that kind no? yeah it's the same with the agaves and the and then uh, well like you said any once the process they they chose uh, choice sorry, uh, but in the traditional way to make it the tequila I think it's is is richer in flavors and sure. taste yeah if right. you take shortcuts you tend to get lesser flavor I mean mm -hmm. that's how it works if you try to you know bananas mm -hmm. so you know how they, they ship them to the states and they're green mm -hmm. and they let them kind of ripe here but they should always be tree vine ripe you know mm -hmm. and it's just it tastes different so it's it's one of those things that a lot of people attack it and I can understand why mm -hmm. but I still think from an engineering perspective it's interesting <laughs> you're backed into a corner and you got five bucks you got to make dinner for a week you know it's just like these kinds exactly. of puzzles but for you the quality and the flavor trumps anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, I, I I lost some of the engineer I had, and the on the way of the life, and mm -hmm. the, I lost some engineer I have. Yeah. And uh, start to thinking in the in the other way. Compassion, the sociology, and more social, more more uh, about the what thinking the people who is drinking or eating some. Mm -hmm. Then that's uh, the market vision, yeah. And then that's uh, that's helped me in the last years for to be a better social engineer. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good it's a good growth, and I I can't imagine what happens as you guys grow more similar. I can't imagine the heads will butt. <laughs> <laughs> like that's right. Well, so we're here because there's it's not a new brand, but it is. Well, socially a little bit new to Austin, given Jessica's kind of bringing it in and introducing Tromba. But from what I understand loosely about the brand is that you are the, is, is it Mr. Brass? Is that the correct, is it Chris Brass? Is that yeah, it? Eric. Eric Brass, thank you. Is he from Ontario? Is that right? Something like that. Somewhere in Canada. Yep. Anyway. Mm -hmm. And how did that kind of meeting happen where you started to talk about a brand or started to talk about tequila? Well, um, it happened that, that they were studying in the same university mm -hmm. that I was. Oh, so you students together? Uh, not really together. Okay. But we were in the same, you know, like generation. Class or whatever. Of. Oh, cool. Um, and when they, when they tasted tequila back then, they realized that the tequila in Mexico was nothing like they had in Australia and, and, and Canada. Mm. So, like, we, we sort of met... And then they came back to their countries and they talk about making this great brand. Uh, they start looking for the, you know, like the best master distillers in town. Mm -hmm. And they asked somebody that took to, to somebody else. And at the end, 
by sort of like an accident, they arrive into our office and I open the door and you're like, how you doing, mate? You know, the Australian. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing here? And you're like, well, they said that you they guys made the best tequila. And I'm yeah. like, well, you're damn right. You know? Yeah. And they came with this idea of, of making precisely the best tequila. And we're like, we don't make the best tequila, but we can try. Mm. And, and for us, it was, especially for my dad, seeing the passion in Eric from Canada, Jimmy and Nick from Australia mm-hmm. that he had when he was younger. And for me, it was more like also the passion, but they had these other eyes from other markets mm-hmm. that we needed to, you know, like graduate. From. Get some insights, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. as I said, like we did travel, obviously, with family and stuff and, and we did business before and, and also like a lot of things. But when they come with these eyes, different perspectives, you're mm. like, okay, this is the perfect compliment for yeah. all of us. Uh, we're friends. We like good stuff. Uh, they're living as a kitchen yeah. for us to cook. And we're leaving them what they're good to do as well. Mm-hmm. They have the connections, the relations. They have this passion to do it. So after like a couple of days and talking and la la la, we were like, okay, let's do it. Let's figure something out. Mm-hmm. What, so I'm a little unclear the brand of tequila that you had. Was that Tromba as well? Same brand name or a different brand name? No, a different brand. What was that brand called? I'm just curious. Well, we had different. Uh, oh, multiple. La, la Forja was one of them. Mm-hmm. And then we had uh, Gran Sol. Gran Sol. And the Marco. The, the Marco Liquors. liquors so. And other brands that we have. Oh, so you guys have worked together on a lot of different projects. But, yeah. But never before was the challenge raised to say, okay, well, we'll make the best one. Exactly. What changed in you to make that happen? What kinds of things were you thinking about differently or that you hadn't considered before? Well, it's about timing sometimes. You know, like the time it took for us to learn how to work together. Mm. And then things start coming into place in the in the right way. Like I knew we had the knowledge of making a great product. Yeah. I knew we had the knowledge of how to operate a business in Mexico, like the suppliers, the contacts, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew we need somebody out there trying to raise the boys. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to do that. You know, like, how do you deal with a stubborn engineer to make him appear in front of the scene instead of the back? <laughs> yeah. And you, had, you, you have an idea, sort of. I mean, he's laughed so much. I'm so surprised. You know, he's <laughs> got a good sense of humor. Yeah. What have you done? Your father is transformed <laughs> from being in the lab, you know. <laughs> but everything started, like, coming into place. Like, yeah. some things that I did or had a conversation with my dad and now it like makes sense because you know like people mm-hmm. coming with broad new ideas so it was like just timing yeah. you know in order for us to how do you say that like uh, in explode that's right abilities I, I, exploded stuff you ever heard the word synergy yeah we exactly. use that, yeah, that. Yeah, exactly <laughs> it's, it's a, that word we use it but that's ultimately right. what it is right serendipity yes. these things kind of happening all at one time, this is—is is this roughly 2012? I think when this meeting happens, at least probably before something that. like that. Before that, yeah. so when does the word thromba show in print on a bottle? When's that first baby come out of labor? You mean like like tangible stuff? Tangible, yeah. I think it was Jimmy knows the date by heart, but I don't. It was 2000. I don't just year wise yeah i think it was between 2012 or yeah it was, i think it was in the 12th yeah 2012 i think so wow. yeah 2012 after uh, like sitting and looking at so many designs of the shape of right, the bottle right. and discussing like which one why 
Mm-hmm. We talked to our friends. We put it on Facebook so they could vote, and yeah. you know, it was very simple, That's basic cool. uh, way of deciding. Yeah, and we were clear about the neck that is comfortable for the bartenders to you know, grab it. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, the the, the way you displace the weight and stuff it makes with the rail sense. and stuff. But yeah. it was very basic. Yeah, kind of. Well, it's sometimes when things are right, they're easy. Yeah, when you have relationships that are really strained all the time, that just doesn't work out, you know. But it, it's cool to have creative tension but yeah. just having things moving along and it was cool because way. we had like at 10 a.m in the morning we had beers and whiskey and rum yeah. and tequila and we didn't get you guys are hiring there, right but uh you guys are hiring yes right? <laughs> welcome on board <laughs> and i remember we had like these chicken and potatoes and yeah. stuff that, that our friends love and so it was just fun weird yeah, yeah. but but fun well that's weird weird cultures kind of yield cool results like that you know Mm -hmm. so then this importing agreement i guess with the cooper or the kuiper right is that still who's importing the product now here in the united states States, it's uh park street Uh, yeah park street is the importer oh go park city great okay or yeah yeah park street sorry that's great so when did that kind of start to happen when did you start seeing an influx of the bottles in texas and other parts of the states well, Texas is like new. We're it's just, brand new. We're just launching. We're so close. Yeah. You know, we could have, we should have yeah. been the first one. <laughs> we, we started launching it in, if my memory doesn't fail, I think we started in, in, in Chicago yeah. and New York. Okay. Um, that's where we started. You know, like we, we took Chicago as a, as a test market, if that's sure. the word. And it went really well, uh, especially in cocktails and stuff. Yeah. Then New York. And then we started to try California. And then, surprise, surprise, Miami is yeah, great, right. Florida is great. And then we decided to come into Texas, which is basically months ago, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super. I mean, I feel very, very privileged to catch you guys on this, like the beginning of the chapter. Yeah, you know, so good. Dot, 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 and we landed in mm-hmm. Austin. So mm-hmm. it's, it's very, very good. So I've been sipping the Blanco, and I, I like it. There's a different structure to it for me. You know, I actually like, it's a little more angular, but in a really defined way. The, the language I use with spirit sometimes is interesting. But so walk me through the process for the Blanco. Are you guys doing, you know, resting it in stainless for a little while? Does it touch a barrel at all? Any of that stuff? Um, Basically, um, we, we are very cautious about how we do the HEMA in the mm-hmm. field, for mm-hmm. example. We want to have like a medium hema, which means living like two centimeters, two point five centimeters yeah. of the leaves, so you can have these herbal flavors in it. Sure. Um, <clears throat> the other thing we do is we're very cautious with the way we cook our agave. Mm-hmm. As my dad said it, like when you make a syrup with water and sugar, if yeah. you overcook it, it's bitter. If you do it right, it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. So we actually take care of how we interact with the agave, how we put it in the oven. Uh, so we can have the right cooking. Mm-hmm. And it's a stainless oven or no? Or right now we're doing it in, in, in a traditional oven. Okay, cool. Traditional oven. And and then um, our yeast is very important as well. But I think when we when we distill, uh, we, we do heads and tails in, in both distillations. Oh, good. Okay. And we do uh, distillations that are about 77 Fahrenheit, which is 26 Celsius. Okay. Which is cold enough to grab as much as of the flavor. Yeah. We distill in copper right now. Cool. And uh, and we don't put it in barrels. We don't. We. It, I mean, um, 
the right thing to do is let it rest a little bit, you know. Let those oils do the thing. But we lately we don't have the time to do that. So <laughs> it just goes I, into the bottle. But that's good. Be, I mean, but that's good. Being honest about it, yeah. Because it doesn't taste unrested. It doesn't taste stiff as yeah. some spirits right off the still will mm. taste. You know, and I think that's a really interesting concept to do lower temperature because you're not using the heat to push up other things that just are heavier into the the still, like peated whiskey, right? Which they do that on purpose to push some these things but it's it's very light but it's crispy i like it it's not I'm, I'm very much a mezcal guy because of the crazy cheese flavor the mm-hmm. stone flavors you can get tropical fruit but i'm not a real fan of the peppery flavor of blue agave but this is nice this is crisp i don't get a lot of spice from it it's very very round but it's like or it hits you in certain ways and you can see it on your mm-hmm. your tongue it's really really nice so for the, there's a repis, I guess, I'm so lucky because I have multiple bottles of tequila in front of me, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the Reposado American Oak, do you guys take in this kind of the regular white root? <coughs> white oak barrels, sorry. Um, those are barrels that come from Jack Daniels. Oh, killer. We bought them from them. And it depends, you know, like the Reposado can be in the barrel for six to eight months. Mm-hmm. six to nine months depends on what we like like we actually don't let anything go into a bottle that we don't like mm. and so the like off the still if it's bad you guys it's not going into a barrel yeah oh, that's good and and for example in the barrel something that uh we like to do is barrel it uh uh let me think 86 proof oh you barrel at 86 instead of 110 or 100 because uh-huh. my dad likes to have as low extraction in the barrel oh. and <laughs> Also, we don't have that much money to yeah, sure, use right. a lot of barrels. Hey, all of us in this room, we're, we're dealing with the same thing. Yeah. And also, when you dilute the from 86 to 80 proof, you put almost no, no water at all, so uh-huh. you preserve the flavors. All of this, all the liquid gets contact. In exactly. Words, right? Yeah, it exactly. makes perfect sense. And, and, and we, like, we like our product to be like, you should be able to taste a Blanco in the repo mm-hmm. and a little bit of wood. Yeah. Uh, we, don't like, we don't like to taste it like, like just wood. Which, Marco, which do you prefer, the Blanco, the Reposado, Añejo? Which one do you like? Uh, all the time I prefer the Blanco. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a problem with my brain because I am comparing all the time mm-hmm. and I check in all the time. But the Blanco for me is the, the true tequila flavor. Mm-hmm. That's Natural it. beauty. Yeah. No makeup, right? Right. Yeah. And then... Uh, uh, in Tromba, the Añejo, it's very nice. Same barrels? The Jack Daniels? Yeah. yeah. But uh, I drink any. There's no problem. <laughs> I start with Blanco and until I am in the uh, eating mm-hmm. Reposado, and I finish with the uh, Añejo. That's, that's <laughs> very fair of you. <laughs> you won't turn it down. They're all welcome. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the Repos, it's good. It's very... I love the concept, and you know, I try never to get too nerdy about this, the spirit stuff on the, the podcast or too detailed, but you know what? When you think about, just to your point, Rodrigo, if you take something and you add a bunch of water to it, you know what I mean? Like It, just, it's, it simply just dilutes the things that are good. Mm-hmm. So if you get everything touching that barrel, that sure. makes so much more sense. And even the water used to proof it down and all of that, that all makes contact. So it's, yes. it's very, very good. And the Blanco's 80 proof? Uh yeah, it is. It is air proof. You want to try this? All of this. I mean, another person's offered me. Of course. Yeah. 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 Come on. Just I read know. The rep. <laughs> I'll wait for you. Oh well, that's. <laughs> uh, 
you guys are also very kind. <laughs> um, but it, this is how has the reception been? Because it seems like it's very reasonably priced. It tastes good in a cocktail, and it tastes good by itself. People in Texas, people in Chicago, you said are especially enjoying it. I would say so. I mean, <clears throat> they like the well, they like all of them, but you could see that they actually like their faces. Mm. They're actually quite honest, and and because you know when somebody's like, mm, "This is delicious," mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can actually see that they are honest about it. So I think the reception is very well, and and whenever we are making cocktails or doing something really easy like a tromba and soda, uh-huh. and that's it. That's good. And they're like, "Wow, this is so easy, but so delicious." Yeah. So I think I think the reception is being really well. It's good. These have been really, really nice. And because again, I'm not a huge. I like tequila, but I I don't like the pepper. Mm-hmm. Some reason that just maybe that's a result of certain scorching on the pinion, whatever, man. But it, but this is right there, right in the middle, like exactly where I kind of want it to hit my palate. So you guys are new to market. There's lots of brands. What would you say is maybe the mission and the thing you could tell me, the things you could tell any other stranger in a bar that makes Thromba different? That's in the business plan, probably, right? It is in the business <laughs> plan, but I'm trying to say it in a different way. I mean, probably you're talking to the wrong guy. Because what we, what we usually tell people is, we're going to tell you how we make it. Mm-hmm. You'll judge if you like it. I see. It's not our job to tell you, this is the best. Yeah. You know, um, probably my business partners will be very mad when hearing this. But, <laughs> Australians uh, don't have tempers. Dude. Canadians <laughs> definitely don't have tempers. So I don't even worry about it. Um, but I think... Uh, Oh no, ¿cuál crees que sea la misión de, de Tromba? ¿O qué le puedes decir como la misión? Pues la misión de Tromba debe ser uh, tener un buen tequila en el mundo sin necesidad de adornarlo de otra cosa. The goal for, for my dad is having a good tequila in the world without all the marketing and arrangements around it. Like simply it's a, it's, hum- humility. Yeah. Simplicity. Simplicity. Like I can tell you we're not a marketing build brand. Yeah. It's about our story. It's not about let's sit down and think about what we're going to sell. Like we are the story. Mm-hmm. We've been through it. I've been there since I'm 8 years old. We've been growing. Uh we don't have the need to lie. We mm-hmm. don't have the need to put caramel color in a product or right. glycerin because we know obviously how to make it because yeah. of my that. I'm still learning obviously. Sure, sure. Uh we just need to put it out there mm-hmm. and and according to the numbers well people liked it yeah. in the last seven years you know seven, six seven years so for us personally i think it's just do things right you know like my dad always when he tries a tequila uh, that is very awful he always says like like how did they make this stuff like it's it's easier to make a good tequila than a bad tequila you know? that no truer words but if you do things the right way and in an honest way Usually, the results are mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, but it's, that is more than a discipline. Ah. When you make the things well, uh, um, and you uh, teach to the people how to do it, it's easier to the people to make the same thing mm-hmm. in the best, in the right way, than to make in a different things and at different times, and then this is crazy. Yeah. That is because I said, it's easier to be a good tequila or good brandy or a good steak 
uh, than to do no no good. Oh. Yeah. It's okay. Or bad. Yeah. It's, it's more than discipline, more than process, more than this. It, you know, there's a lot of ego sometimes challenging ourselves to do things we have no business doing that we know won't be good. Exactly. You know, and that's kind of to yeah. your point. And, and what's, that's one of the other things we, we like to do when, I mean, it's your company, right? Mm-hmm. So you'll see, if you go to our headquarters in Mexico, you'll see pretty much nine girls and two guys. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a, like a lot of uh, team members. Uh, we have diversity. We like to treat them well. Yeah. We like them to have a good way of living and a good amount of recognition. And we don't hide anything. Like, like if like Jessica have seen it like you go there and you ask whatever you want to ask and you'll be answered yeah uh, and we do the same thing with our personnel it's not like oh we're the master distiller so don't ask it's the other way around it's like what do you want to know and we'll explain yeah because well if you get nothing to hide you got nothing to hide right yeah exactly yeah and we're actually training people in our team that can know what we know mm. and we are not afraid of that yeah you know I think that's really good again it comes down to being humble and being unafraid of what people will think because if you do it honestly you're never afraid of being arrested right like no matter i'm never exactly. looking over my shoulder <laughs> <laughs> you do things the right way mm-hmm. so i got a couple questions left for you before you're off to your next stop on this press tour mm. marco this is like a rock star tour a rock and roll tour mm, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> are you holding the, how how's it feel because you're in your late 60s right like yeah as it feel being on the road and the meeting people I'm sure is fun but does it tire you out well yeah one thing and I am I am feeling in the last times is uh, I am doing the best of the work mm. uh, my son works on the distillery and the people and with the money and uh, yeah and I am just talking with the people drinking or any yeah and then it's the best the best way to that's how I want to spend my yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. if I wrote it down right now that's a goal yeah. for, for 20, 30 years nah, just to talk to people and yeah, just talk about great. life yeah right so in terms of long term plans there is and I, I use this word lightly but a succession plan Rodrigo do you become master distiller do you have interest in taking that if your father chooses to retire and drink more with people and talk on the road, right? <laughs> well, I, think I, I would support it. Oh, 100%, yeah. yes. Uh, thank you. <laughs> well, I'll have to wait until I have a bigger belly and mustache and gray hair. The mustache? Become the master. I think that's never going to happen. <laughs> um, Does that even interest you? What? The, to be behind, you know, in the in the lab and making the tequila all the time. I, I love being in the factory. I love uh, learning. Yeah. I, I don't think my dad will ever retire until he dies. Yeah. Because um, <clears throat> he likes to do experiments. Sure. So all the time he will be behind us. Yeah. We've discussed it before and, you know, like father-son chat. And whenever he dies, I said, like, I had to get the, the knowledge. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. not that I want him dead. No, of course. But the tequila preserves will happen. Remember, we talk about it. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's not Hamlet. We're not talking about Hamlet or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so eventually, hopefully, uh, I'll be there yeah. uh, being the, the second edition of it. Yeah. Uh, not as good as him, I guess. But it is my job right now to ask as much why mm-hmm. as possible. 
like and get it but i don't think he will ever retire you know and, yeah and he's been having tons of surgeries so i think he's gonna last for another 200 years so yeah. we're gonna have them on the factory and yeah man like hopefully i'll be there i i love being there i also love traveling yeah and so if possible i will keep doing both things you know like yeah. the business side and the fun part which is being here with you and traveling and drinking mm-hmm. uh, responsibly of course yeah <laughs> Probably. i mean yeah i mean i don't know how you drink responsibly with a dangerous mustache like your dad's got. <laughs> <laughs> that's i mean you know that things yeah. are gonna get unruly after some time <laughs> so the last question i'll get two two last questions for you guys and i asked this of everybody on the show and i'll start with you rodrigo mm-hmm. You are sipping the Tromba Blanco anywhere in the world, doesn't matter where. And you can have a sip with anybody living or deceased. Who would you love to just sit there and sip tequila with and talk about in life? Um, oh, man. It's a tough one. <laughs> and it changes, you know, based on what you're listening to, what you're watching. There's no right answer either. If you, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a weird question because... It could be like, who do you actually want or who do you miss, you know? Both were. I think that's a great point. Yeah, it's a great nuance. Um, <laughs> if I could modify your question, I sure. would I would love to have a drink with my with my grandfather. Because mm-hmm. I know he, 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 Pancho, like I know he loved drinking tequila. Mm. And the last part I saw of the guy was him falling asleep. Mm. So I couldn't talk that much and I was younger. So there's a lot of things that I would like to 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 ask him mm-hmm. you know about his past and, and how he drink and why because he had this routine of getting there drinking a coke with tequila and stuff mm-hmm. uh, so that's one part and who i would enjoy drinking with um probably the rat pack you know mm-hmm. frank sinatra sammy davis Sammy Dave davis jr yeah yeah, dean, yeah dean martin dean martin yeah. um i think they were hilarious and i would just love sharing a drink with those guys because they i i of what i've seen they drank a lot i just hope you could walk out of there <laughs> yeah I, exactly. i'm not sure that i could hear in story did, did you know quincy jones is yes did you hear this thing he was talking about the rap pack yeah he actually like detailed how much they drank in a couple of hours i was like okay the math doesn't add up for me i can't do that i can't like, just, hang I'll, out with the rap pack. i'll tell you one of the happiest day in my in my in my life was when we were in chicago and we went to a restaurant where frank used to sit down oh yeah I just sat down and smiled and took a picture, you know, like because Frank was there. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that would be my answer. Yeah. You know, there was this last bit just on the Sinatra, but you sh- shook Sinatra's hand. You know what that means. That was that's a, from Ocean's 13. Mm-hmm. It's like this sign of trust and the sign of being classic and legend all the same. Elegant. Elegant. Exactly. So, Marco, same question for you. Who would you like to have a sip with? Uh, si pudieras eh, ten, compartir un trago con alguien muerto o no muerto, uh-huh. ¿con quién sería? Wow. Bueno, si pudiera sería con mi padre. Ah. Uh, pero él murió hace muchos años, entonces eh, a él le gustaba mucho el tequila y le hubiera encantado tomar un buen tequila. Eh, él era de Guadalajara, de hecho. Él, él nació en Guadalajara, entonces hubiera sido muy bonito para mí poder compartir algo que a él le gustaba y que a mí me gustó hacer. ¿no? He says, if I could, I would do, I would do with my dad, but he passed away so many times ago, so many years ago. And he's like, he's from Guadalajara and he liked tequila a lot, mm-hmm. so it would have been really pretty 
to share a moment of something he liked mm-hmm. and that I can that I made. You know? Did you did your dad ever taste any of the tequila you made? He? Yeah. No, never. No, he never did. No, he never because I started in the industry after he died. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that's that made a whole lot to do <clears throat> that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean these are this is why I asked the question because it can go so many oh, different Oh, you move so many things, man. Yeah. And it's but it's good. It's a good thing. You know, I've got my comparatively my answers are rubbish. They're just not, <laughs> not quite as good. <laughs> Who would you do it with? Oh man, I was just it's it's so it's so tough. I've been watching a there's a modern actor named Thomas Hayden Church. Right. Mm-hmm. So he was in Sideways. You ever seen the movie Sideways? No. So now this changes. So like this wouldn't be my be all end all because my grandfather I'd never drank with him, but he was quite fond of scotch, as I've been told. But no, there's certain modern actors I think they'd be really nice to sip and drink tequila with. But since I asked the question, you know, I don't ten twenty times a month, it just changes from every single time. Of course. So for right now. I wish my mom drank. She stopped drinking in her thirties. She says it was going to be a problem, and I don't think so. She would have been <laughs> very, very fun. So the last question for you guys. What's next? Are you going to another city in Texas, or are you heading back after this? Not right after, but this week. Mm-hmm. We're going back home in uh, three days more. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Straight to straight home after a long yeah. long visit abroad home. So, yeah, no more. Like, uh, yeah, we're just going to go back. No more cities from Get some home. rest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you jessica <laughs> no it's great it's great but we're gonna go back uh and hopefully come back soon too yeah well i'd love to see you guys again and i think that there's so much to be said about the quality of this tequila and just how you guys are you know i, I get the privilege of meeting so many people via jessica and via other folks in the industry and, and honestly like marco my plan for retirement is to do this all the time <laughs> <laughs> just to have people over and sip tequila so Rodrigo, Marco, thank you so much for joining me. And I hope I see you guys soon in Guadalajara, yeah? Yes. You should come and we'll record something on it. Okay. I'm, my pants well. are staying on, Rodrigo. I'm just telling <laughs> you right now. Okay. Play something. <laughs> oh, I'll sing and I'll bring the guitar down. Yeah. Okay. That's what I meant. <laughs> you have a much cleaner mind than I do. Thank you for that. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So there we have it. What do you guys think? Father and son duo, both Marco and Rodrigo of Tromba Tequila. It's cool having them both here in the same room, watching the interplay, the business-mindedness, the science-mindedness. And I'm glad that they had a great time in Texas, kind of debuting the product, hanging out, eating some barbecue. It's really a pleasure to get to chronicle this stuff. You know, there's not a lot of people traveling into Texas necessarily for agave. And so it's great to sit down and chat and sip some fine tequila. So thanks everybody for listening to Show to V with Mike G. No matter how much you find yourself liking the Red Bull pear flavored sugar-free, huh, who would have thought? Or if you're watching this new spy show with Sasha Baron Cohen on Netflix, please keep dancing.